So I'm, I'm just setting up some stuff for your introduction and your outroduction, I guess. Do you have something that you do that's public that you'd want to tell people about? I work at the public library. <laughs> okay, great. That's pretty public. It's very public. <laughs> it's not a private library. You just endorse the library. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Go, to the go, go to the library. It's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new tagline of the library. Trying really hard to make you think we're still relevant. Well, that, that's a slightly different one right there. <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits and Meat Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 93. We have now done as many episodes as the number of millions of miles we are away from the sun. Speaking of long, boring journeys, this week we're talking about The Shack (laughs) by William P. Young. It is hands down the worst Radio Shack commercial novel I've ever sat <laughs> You can read along with us this week if you'd like by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial. You get an audiobook for free. And also you support the show. You support us by listening even more so by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and doing your homework or listening to a good book. It's totally up to you. I am your host. As always, my name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone and my Tweets are as perfectly constructed for your reading pleasure as an octopus is for a group hug. <laughs> I've got a very special panel with me today. First up, he created the whole universe, so he knows that the key to man's spirituality is fresh pancakes. In Northern California, it's Ezra Fox. Alex, I'm especially fond of you, and also of people who kill little girls. I think you're not choosy. <laughs> I'm especially fond of not being choosy. <laughs> Also joining us today, he walks on water, but still can't figure out how to put together a clear sentence or use a metaphor properly. In Seattle, Washington, it's Chris. Hey, you know why ladies love me? I was hung like this. Hey, what up? Hey. <laughs> Jesus in the club. <laughs> I, I like your Jesus. Yep. Uh, just don't look at my nose. It's a little bit ugly. <laughs> It was funny because I was like, I was like, oh, finally they're like, they're gonna, he's gonna work against the stereotype of Jews being the killers of Jesus, you know, saying that Jesus really is Jewish. Uh, but then he goes and turns around and says like, oh, but since he's Jewish, he has you know no athletic ability and he has a big nose. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Young. I needed that. <laughs> also joining us today, we have a very special guest. She's the part of the Trinity that's for some reason made out of colored saran wrap. In <laughs> Seattle, Washington, also it's Destiny. I'm also distinctively Asian. <laughs> Who knew? Distinctively so. Distinctively Asian. Hard to see, and yet distinctively Asian. <laughs> Still pretty Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a being verb, and I hate nouns. <laughs> Don't need them. Don't need them. Yep. You collect tears, which is kind of gross. <laughs> if I was internet dating, and this was like our first conversation, I'd leave. <laughs> I'd stick around. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to get weird. Buckle up. All right, Chris, as always, you are the uh, summarizer on our show because of your freakish recall and dulcet tones today. I would like you to summarize in the style of the narrator's voice for Papa, 
Specifically, God personified as a chubby African-American lesbian. <laughs> Never said chubby. Never said lesbian, but implied heavily. <laughs> Did not have to say lesbian. And yeah. definitely seemed pretty lesbian when she first opened the door to the shack. And then the Asian girl who doesn't like nouns peeks up from behind the, the curtain and goes, Honey, who's at the door? <laughs> As if she didn't know. <laughs> and then Jesus walks in and the whole thing got freaky. I don't know. That's how I interpreted that scene. Chris, it's up to you to interpret it and to do your accent that gets you in trouble. What? <laughs> don't do that accent. No, it's a, tra- it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's this guy named Mac. And Mac had a daughter who got killed by a serial killer who was impossible to catch. That was three years ago. Now Mac is still sad for some reason. Oh, yeah, his daughter's dead. Do we mention that? <laughs> cool. He goes to a shack in Oregon where his daughter was brought to and then killed. By the way, his daughter was like six. It was kind of a sick fucking thing. But, um, yeah, and then he goes there thinking that he might just kill himself. But then he meets God, who had previously sent him a letter. And God has three people, a black lady, an Asian lady, and a Middle Eastern dude. And sometimes also a Latina. But um, anyway, he learns how to live life to its fullest and his spiritual side and eventually winds up forgiving but not forgetting the killer who killed his daughter. At the very end, he gets hit by a drunk driver like Regina George did in Mean Girls. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's the book. (laughs) Regina George is so great. All right, uh, it's time for the compliment sandwich. As always, we like to start and end our show with a compliment sandwich. It's what makes us seem like legitimate criticism to all the legitimate criticism police out there who are listening to the show and thinking, this is funny, but not serious enough. (laughs) So we uh, start and end with a compliment. Destiny? Yes. As the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. What do you prefer? I will go first. These do. Um, Okay, I talked to my mom about this book because she really loves it. And I was afraid that I was going to really hate it. But as I got into it, I was able to look a little bit past all the cliches and the fact that there was a chapter called Here Come the Judge and and really see through. Did you notice the chapter titles? (laughs) They were ridiculous. (laughs) And I, I, but I do think I really, I really saw through to what so many people love about this book, which is that it takes all of the things about religion that are unsettling and it just kind of sweeps them under the rug and teaches (laughs) that like all God is about is love, love, love. And that's all that matters, you know? It does seem like the government's redacted version of the Bible, if they wanted you to believe that the Bible was great. They're like, we just crossed out all of the words except love. Yeah, and Jesus. And Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, which takes away the whole responsibility of, like, doing good things in your life. Ah, uh, yes. The Holy Spirit hates the words responsibility. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> she hates, like, um, expectations. <laughs> and she loves funk music. This is a right. God I can get behind. Yeah, totally. Totally. She cares if I get the trots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I go into my compliment? Oh, Please sure. do. Is <laughs> Finally, you're inspired. Traps? I hope it's about the Well, no, because I did not know that, that <laughs> eating some of God's soul food, especially so much of those greens, can give you the trots. <laughs> you Even God gets the trots. Yeah. And you... this is great because <laughs> if, if it ever comes up, you know, that I get invited to 
to God's love shack, um, then I can <laughs> know to go easy on those greens or, you know, just whatever, pig out, and then God will give me some, you know, take, God. Take ammonium. Yeah, ammonium. Totally. And this finally answered the long-standing theological question. Could God ever make a diarrhea-inducing <laughs> side dish so strong <laughs> that even he couldn't keep from getting diarrhea from it? And the answer is no. Wow, yes. The Holy Trinity, they're just like us. <laughs> caught on camera because <laughs> that's what i want is a god a father son and holy ghost who are really just like us yeah that's i would like them to be just like us with the exception of intestinal weakness <laughs> they have intestinal I, fortitude yeah I would, I would prefer that that to be okay but we're getting to uh, a little bit into the hates so that's true that's oh, true right, right. continuing on Let's with the compliments back. chris so in this book justice Divine justice is represented by a very gorgeous Latina. <laughs> From what I've seen of Robert Rodriguez films, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you picturing Salma Hayek or were you picturing uh, Penelope Cruz? Who, who, who are you seeing there? Probably more Penelope Cruz because I think okay. she's probably better at ass kicking than Salma Hayek. I don't know. What about Salma Hayek, the stripper from Dusk Till Dawn? Yeah, um, or Salma Hayek, the muse in, uh, in Dogma. I know. I feel like I feel like there's a little bit of studio magic there. I think Penelope Cruz could really uh, do some damage with that chin. <laughs> I was picturing more like Jennifer Lopez. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Gili. From Gili, yeah. yeah. She was an aspect <laughs> sure. of that. <laughs> more like American Idol because, you know, she's actually judging on American oh, right, Idol. Right. So. That's true. <gasps> the ass of justice. Yeah. <laughs> the ass of justice. Who likes everything? <laughs> Simon oh. re- very recently gave up judging us for our sins. In a cave in the mountains. <laughs> yep. Well, he probably read The Shack and understood that we can't judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, who am I to judge these people after 12 seasons and $100 million? <laughs> oh, right. I was a judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my major compliment is this. Obviously, the best part of the whole book was when Jesus decided to let Mac see as gods see. Uh, <sighs> he put on the Jesus goggles, or the godgles, as I call them. And... <laughs> Basically, all it is is you see like normal, except that everything is glowing a little bit, like the hockey puck on televised hockey games in the That one year? Yeah, Yeah, for one year. (laughs) Apparently, God sees the world like a teenager on E. (laughs) I mean, I'm just going to say, based on my knowledge from Jersey Shore, I mean, I feel like God goggles are just a recipe to hook up with some grenades. (laughs) Well, yeah, because all you see is the color of their spirit. And, and, And God's a little drunk, and she's like, I... I'm particularly fond of you. (laughs) (laughs) My God is a lecherous God. All right, now we are done with the opening compliment. Now we can get into our more natural segment. This is called Hatily Winks. Flick <laughs> your little discs of hate into a cup. Fill your cup up with hate. Is that a thing? This joke will work. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I mean, in the 50s, like, what? Yeah, this is like a game from, like, a very old game. You guys, okay. you never played Tiddly Winks, Chris? <laughs> I think Chris had a TV growing up. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> I'm still being drunk, God. I don't know why that <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm no longer fond of you, Chris. You can leave now. Oh, <laughs> Chris. I'm going to listen to some funk music from the future. Get out of my house. 
Damn it, God! <laughs> I will. Break. I'm particularly good at that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hates can go in any order. Can be about any part of the book. I'll start. So my biggest hate. There's a lot of stuff about the area that I live, in which I live. This book was set mostly in uh, eastern Oregon and in that area, but near me. Multnomah Falls is a place they visit that I've gone ver- several times. And they tell the Multnomah Falls princess story about how an Indian princess jumped off the cliff and that's where the waterfall came from. Just like the story that every white person tells every time they discover a waterfall. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever gone to waterfall interpretive centers, but every single one of them is where an Indian princess committed suicide and it's her hair, like, flowing off the cliff. I didn't know that waterfalls all had interpretive Me either. (laughs) I didn't know that waterfalls depended on people killing themselves. I thought it was just gravity (laughs) and water. Every single waterfall discovered by a white person, the story is that an Indian princess jumped off a cliff. Look it up. Haven't we gotten, like, another, like, native suicide story from Twilight already? Like, it's just the, the... literature's perception of like native americans they no matter what they always kill themselves always like, righteous suicide yeah yeah just that's it no no old age for them well i mean that explains why they're not around anymore that must be it <laughs> there must be a lot of honor Ooh. yeah well i think that it's part of the author's whole thing with like the way that and this is one of my big hates is that he's like this old white guy who thinks that he's being really cool by making God a minority <laughs> and by comparing a Native American princess to Jesus. Like, I'm sure he thinks that that makes him, like, super cool. Like, yeah, well, because you, you would think that everybody's white and male. Right. He's so broad-minded. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm what not... if they weren't, Destiny? But what if they weren't? <laughs> I don't even understand What if God was be. one of us? <laughs> What if God was just a Hispanic on the bus? <laughs> oh my God! I'm not racist. Some of my favorite made-up deities are black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Other hates. What about how the serial killer's name is Little Lady Killer? Is there like a less terrifying name? <laughs> <laughs> Were all the I badass mean, names just out of stock that week? Like what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Little Lady Killer, uh, to me, does not sound like a homicidal pedophile. It sounds to me like like somebody who's really short and really smooth with the ladies, like a suave <laughs> midget or something. Or like a 12-year-old who just discovered Axe Cologne. Right. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, like Manny from Modern Family, I feel yes, like. Yes, he's a Little Lady Killer. Thank yes. you. He That's is. perfect. Yeah, the, you couldn't come up with a, with a serial killer's nickname that had more trouble with hyphens. Is it a little lady killer? Is it a little lady killer? Is it a little lady killer? It's not yeah. clear. There's too many places that could go. Yeah, is from. this person a little lady and he kills? Yeah. Whoa. Someone stop that little lady. <laughs> it's Shirley Temple with an axe. <laughs> I'm going to dance for you now. <laughs> is she dead now? Does anyone know? Shirley Temple? Yeah, is she dead or not? No. I would say yes, but... Not based on anything I actually know. (laughs) She lives on inside of you in the form of 7-Up and cherry syrup. (laughs) All right. Here's something I really hated. This writer, slash if you listen to the afterward team of writers, really does not know how to put together a metaphor. Uh, For example, quote, like a shadow of an echo. Uh, Either of those would make sense in the context you're using it, but echoes do de- definitely do not have shadows. Yeah, I mean, you could do, you can even double up, right? A shadow of a shadow? <laughs> an echo of an echo. Echo of an echo? Echo of an echo? Sure. They don't work together, That's not though. how that goes. 
Or it's not a mix and match. You don't grab anything from the discount bin. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's used metaphors. <laughs> Jesse Meyer passed over this one. It, it's a pick and mix. <laughs> yeah, the pick and pull. Just buy the pound. <laughs> My favorite one uh, was this one. Quote, it's like looking at a parade through a tiny knothole of hurt, pain, and self-centeredness. <laughs> what? What parade has a knothole of pain to look at it through? <laughs> How do you look through a knothole? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, clearly yeah. that's the knothole festival. <laughs> I'm it's, not sure I'm going to go to that festival. It's the pain parade, but you're in a tree take, watching it. I might yeah. take a rain check on this. Um, I had a favorite metaphor. Yeah. Which was um, when he falls and gets that bump on his head, and he feels it, and he says it feels like a humpback whale breaching the wilds of his thinning hair. <laughs> oh, whales don't have hair that thins, nor do they breach wilds of yeah, the Yeah, wi- what wilds are they breaching? <laughs> I just love the image of a tiny humpback whale coming out of the back of his head and turning around and smashing his back into, you know, would, the guy's thinning hair. And then really exhaling through his blowhole and the guy's hair goes whoosh. Means there were like a lot of tourists like right in his ear that were watching, like waiting the whole day and like getting pictures from a cruise ship. Yeah. And then finally, ah, (laughs) that's what happened to my dad. (laughs) Tiny Japanese boat circling around behind it trying to kill it. (laughs) And a smaller Greenpeace boat. A little tiny Greenpeace boat. (laughs) With a little tiny documentary crew on it. Filming the whole thing. Hey, Merrily. Yeah, hey, Merrily. Um, yeah. One of the things I hate about this is that we don't get to see like any of uh, Godshack's neighbors, right? <laughs> so like, I'm sure God, the Godshack is be, Ezra. Well, I'm guessing Satan's right there. Right? <laughs> and God's gonna be, if God's living one. in a shack, does Satan get a hovel? Is Satan in a lean-to? <laughs> or is or is it the other way? Is Satan like in a ridiculous mansion that he cleared large portions of the forest for? That's well, clearly. I think it's Future Biff from Back to the Future Two. <laughs> Satan's been betting on sports. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Satan would. And then the, maybe next to Satan and, uh, and God, just, you know, just Harry, just a guy who, like, mows his lawn. It's like, oh, hey, Satan. Hey, God, how's it going? Daffodil's like, coming in nice this year. <laughs> Hi, Harry. <laughs> Thanks for the rutabagas. <laughs> My pleasure. Bumper crop. <laughs> Hey God, are you having another one of those parties later? Could you try to keep it down? I got, I got, I got a big meeting tomorrow. Turn that funk music down. <laughs> so Mac, our our protagonist here, has a daughter named Katie, mm-hmm. who is sad for some unknown reason after her <laughs> kid sister is brutally murdered. <laughs> I'm just gonna spoil this. Why is it's she so not mopey? really a mystery? <laughs> I'm kind of surprised God didn't be like, seriously, you can't can't figure this one out. Put together the puzzle piece on this one, really? And even worse than that, that's like the piece that lets Mac's wife like really believe that he must have met God because Because only God him. could be so insightful. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a mystery. It just shows how stupid everyone thinks Mac is. Yeah. Like, man's like, well, you couldn't have possibly figured this out on your own, so you must have met God. <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, the god of the entire universe. Hey guys, Jesus here. Um, just uh, you know, want to wrap with you a little bit. Want to see if I can answer maybe some of your questions you might have uh, after after reading the Shack. Uh, I know it's confusing. Spiritualism is confusing. So just have at it. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I'd really like to walk on water with you. Uh, uh-huh. You did it with Mac, and it sounded so cool. Yeah. So are you available for, like, parties? Like. Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, you'll have to book pretty far in advance. Um, you have to, you know, there's a limit of how many kids can walk on water with me, and I am not responsible if one of them drowns. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, because we can't know the whether it was evil or not. Yeah, if one of the 90 pounds or less is my max, actually. <laughs> If they eat one bite too much of cake, they will sink like a rock. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Alex. Uh, yeah, Alex, read and weep. Is God going to personally apologize to every parent of a child murdered by a serial killer or just this one? Uh, God is very busy. Uh, the shack also booked up uh, through uh, mid-November. But yes, uh, if you have, say, a, a parent uh, who has uh, suffered horribly because of something that freedom... Free will, not God. Something that free will did. Um, then yeah, we we could talk about a, a you know a weekend getaway. That, that might brighten their day. Sure. Uh, God, 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 God. Uh, yeah, Chris, no last name. Uh, yep, Chris, no last name from the slant. Where's that Asian chick? <laughs> uh, sorry, you is um you know just uh in the back, tend to her weed. Oh. Uh, yeah. Follow up question. Uh, does she deal? <laughs> Uh, t- talk, talk to me later. Uh, does she have a Does she have a, a medical card? Oh shit! She should probably get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you <laughs> flush the stash. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! Yes, we're here. Uh, so apparently, uh, God the Father is a, an overweight black lesbian pacifist. Uh, shouldn't this news have come out earlier? Well, it's one of the things that Papa is. Sometimes an overweight lesbian pacifist. Sometimes an overweight uh, lesbian, you know, uh, drunk. <laughs> and and not always a pacifist drunk, you know? Sometimes, sometimes an angry drunk. Sometimes a lovey drunk. Yeah. It, sometimes there's the god goggles go on. You, you, you watch out, you know? You lock the doors. Uh, Jesus? Yes. Um... I read in the shack that you're not too big on religion, so does this mean I should not go to church? You know, the way I feel about church is kind of like, fuck it. <laughs> cool, okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that would help. Uh, are you, are you there, Jesus? It's me, Margaret. Nope. Okay. Nope. Jesus. Stop calling, please. I thought I changed the stuff. <laughs> uh, Jesus, will you uh, take the wheel? Uh, I can't do this on my own. No, and, and you know what? Lord will not buy you a, a, a new Mercedes-Benz either. I'm just going <laughs> to... We, we're kind of strapped, all right? The economy hit us hard. We're made off really, really fucked <laughs> Really? You invested heavily in that, in that Ponzi scheme? You didn't see... The returns were so good. Everyone was. <laughs> Everyone... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, this is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> My name is Russell, and I, I work for the National Park Service. Uh, at one point, God refers to a blue jay on the windowsill as Mr. J. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's sure. an unsustainable naming pattern. Not a question, just pointing that out. I see your point, but the way I see it, all birds are male. <laughs> so I think that answers and that. And are all, are all animals just named their animal name, like Barry the Bear? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clue you in on a little secret, Russell. Yeah. They're all the same animal. Have you ever seen two blue jays at once? No. Same one. I mean, you didn't give me a chance to answer. Right. Oh, okay. I rest my case. All right. <laughs> Guys, I, I've been doing a pretty good job here, I think, but I'm just gonna hand it over to God. So everyone. Put your hands up for Papa. Thank you. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, I just want to thank whoever was stocking the green room tonight. I didn't think I liked PBR. Wow. Turns out you're especially fond of PBR. I'm especially fond of free anything. Dad, you're you're embarrassing me. I'm not embarrassing you. Come on. Look at that hat and your stupid nose. You got your mom's nose. That's so good. Oh, yeah, the hot one. What? I can't really see you right now, and I've I've heard that you take a lot of different forms, you know, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. like a kind of Queen Latifah look. You yeah. could do you could do more of like a an old white guy with a beard, Gandalf kind of look. Uh, yeah. What's your What's your favorite look, God? My favorite look is uh, the guy from the Old Spice commercials. Oh, that was you. <laughs> that makes so much. They're sense. all me. They're made in my image, except for the ugly ones. Jesus. <laughs> What the fuck, Dad? Where is the Holy Spirit? She usually is a buffer between you and your alcoholism. Anybody have any questions for me? Uh, yeah, God. Um, uh, I, I'd like to know why bad things happen to good people. Isn't there like a poem about that already? Haven't I answered that in a poem somewhere? When there's one set of footprints I carried you, it's not... We yeah, solved this riddle. That's not, that's not that's, really... Yeah, not answering comprehensive. the question, really. You need, well... Look, I mean, obviously, I'm smarter than you, so either the good person is not a good person, or the bad thing's not a bad thing, or the the happened didn't happen. It just assume you made a mistake and then work backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Solve for mistake. QED. Uh, whole, you know, oh, wait, you guys were asking for, ladies and gentlemen, miss wearing a syringe. A sor- a sorry, sorry, you. A sor- uh, she's wearing a sari. You've had infinite amount of time to learn the name. Come on. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for you. <laughs> uh, I wonder if I could do this without using any nouns. Try. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Uh, uh, sorry, you. Sorry, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Joe Party from Consumer Reports. You're all three of you are are basically God, right? You're all infinite wisdom and all of that stuff. Pretty much. You know the limits of the human mind. In a pro God novel, shouldn't you be able to put together more convincing sentences instead of sounding kind of like a used car salesman the whole time? Mm, putting together sentencing is <laughs> having. Happenings that are making doings. I can't look straight at you, but I'm totally turned on. <laughs> sorry, you. Sorry, you. Uh, I sound like Sarah Palin. <laughs> Sarah, you Palin. I think I figured out the secret of her speeches. <laughs> she had to use any nouns. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, you. Um. Yeah, I, I hear you're a pretty accomplished gardener. I was looking to pick up some day laborers at a Home Depot. What should I look for? <laughs> uh, browning of skinning. And, uh, I would say hoeing. <laughs> Check. <laughs> 
Not racist. No more questions. <laughs> no more questions. We're done. We're done with this bitch. Trinity out. <laughs> <laughs> This ad was required but not approved by Audible. Meanwhile, in God's Love Shack. Hey, God, you in there? Why, if it isn't Papa Smurf, Papa John of Papa John's Pizza, and Ernest Papa Hemingway. Cut the crap, God. What gives? You're encroaching on our names, dude. We're the only Papas. Don't forget the Mamas and the Papas. Well, yeah. And Papa Roach. Okay, sure. And I, for one, count Poppin' Fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. The point is, God, you've got a ton of names, and we just have the one. Did you really have to take a Papa, too? I don't have that many... God, Lord, Big Guy, Big Cheese, Big Kahuna, the guy upstairs. Santa, Gandalf, Dumbledore, Justin Bieber. And we had just a have the one. It's bad enough I have to deal with that asshole Papa Murphy. Easy, Papa John. He doesn't even have his own ovens. Look, guys, I think we all need to relax. I just got a free audiobook from audiblepodcast.com slash weep called Your Secret Name, Discovering Who God Created You to Be by Carrie Oberbrunner. But I'm dead and on a fixed income. I'll never be able to afford a membership. That's the best part. If you cancel during the trial period, it's free and you get to keep the book. Thanks, God. Do you think you can help us out now? Nope. And you know why? Because we don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm just dead. Audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Oh. Oh. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich. As always, we're going to go in reverse order for the minor compliments, which means I'm going to lead off. So coming out first, I think that the the really frustrating thing about reading St. Augustine when I was in college was that I didn't believe the things he was saying, and he was making really interesting, uh, well-thought-out points about that, uh, about it. And I'm glad someone finally solved the second half of that. <laughs> Somebody finally wrote the book St. Augustine would have written if he'd been born an idiot. <laughs> Chris, I believe that makes you second. Uh, so the main character of this book is called Mac. And so in my brain, I was hungry, so I called this book Mac and Cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was really cheesy, and I'm hungry now. You know who I picture as being is uh, Mac, the truck that drove Lightning McQueen around in cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So inside of this book is a car that thinks he's better than he really is. <laughs> yeah. Is he a needs book to learn that... how to respect his elders and in the end come to love middle America. Yep. <laughs> you guys don't love cars as much as I did, apparently. That's okay, because it turns out in this story, Jesus is Mater the tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Jesus, voiced by Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> in his finest comedic performance of all time. Perhaps his only actual comedic performance. <laughs> Indeed. All right, Ezra. You know, I'm going to say this is... Um... Creating characters very quickly, I guess. Get my compliment. So at one point, uh, early on, we're getting introduced to Willie, who I almost instantly hate. 
Because he uh, likes chai lattes? That's Is exactly that why. <laughs> Extra hot with soy. Yes, that was exactly why. I was like, what? man, this the is- soy chai latte is brilliant. <laughs> It lets you know who he is right away. It's just mostly sugar. Look, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm fine with chai tea. It's just that here's the line. It's, um, since then, he and I have been, as the kids say these days, hanging, hanging out. out. <laughs> yeah. Sharing a coffee. <laughs> a chai tea. Extra hot with soy. <laughs> Fuck Willie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Destiny, it is your turn. Final compliment. Well, I often have a complaint about books that I read, which is there is just too much action and not enough dialogue. (laughs) And this book was just so refreshingly actionless. I mean, I was never like, wait, what's going on? I can't follow it because always they were just talking. Yeah. It's just talk, 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 talk. And I mean, I I love talking. It's easy to follow. And, uh... (laughs) Dialogue is, is awesome. All books should be 90% dialogue. It was like My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> my favorite movie. <laughs> Which is actually a really great movie. It's like, yeah, My Dinner with God. My Dinner with God, yeah, totally. It's like waiting for Godot if Godot showed up right away. <laughs> oh, there you are. Right on time, really Godot. Good. How you been? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I love you. <ya. laughs> Sorry about your daughter. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. And that is it for our show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back at you next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about a romance novel. We are going to be reading... Private Sessions by Tori Carrington from the Harlequin Blaze series. And if uh, this blonde something with a few buttons missing on the top of his dress shirt on the on the front cover is any indication, this book is going to be blazing. Ow. So join us for that next week. You can get it for free on Audible by going to audiblepodcast.com slash readweek, as always. Uh, if you have any feedback about today's episode, about past episodes, about future episodes, go to read-week.com slash contact let us know how you're feeling we're always interested to know how you're feeling thanks as always for joining us Chris Nez it's been great talking to you yep yeah continuing the tradition and uh, thank you so much for joining us today Destiny it's been really good to have you you're welcome go to the public library (laughs) your endorsement for the day is the Seattle Public Library yep that's a really cool central library yes it is yeah everybody should go and check out books yeah, that, I mean, your central library is very pretty, although it does seem like books are the least of their concerns, and angles are the most. Um, well, you know, you got to lure them in with the candy, and then uh, give them the medicine. It's like the <laughs> in the stick. Spoken like a true little lady killer. <laughs> Even if it makes their tummy hurt. <laughs> oh. All right, that is it for our show. We'll be back with you next week. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. What do you mean it's last call? I am particularly fond of you keeping the bar open for another ten minutes. <laughs> Hold on a second, I gotta pee. It's gonna be a good one too, I feel it. Thanks, Alex.
that's some fancy pan.